Hello, my name is Apostle Lula Stockton, and I thank God for another tour portion of the Word of God. We are at tour portion number 39. It's called Kuka, and it's, um, it's, said, um, it's spelled C-H-U-K-A-T, Kuka, and it means the ordinance of. We are in the second week of the month of Tammuz, and this has a lot to do with the month that we are in because God deals with seasons. And Tammuz is my birthday month, I want to let you know. And I thank God for my birthday month of Tammuz and, uh, because I was born in the month of June. Um, it starts, um, Tammuz has started last week um, with the um, Rosh Hadash. And um, I thank God for this month because I finally realized, I finally realized why sometimes you, you wanted to know why you're like you are. But because you have to know the month that you are born in and it has a lot to do with the events that um that happens in the month of Tammuz. so um i will go into that i'm not going to go into that right now but i just wanted to share a little light on um this week um, um on the tour portion um kuka kuka so um, it's found in the book of Numbers, the 19th chapter, the first um, through the 22nd chapter, and the first verse. Numbers, the 19th chapter, um, the first through the 22nd chapter of Numbers, and the first verse. I need for you to follow me as I read the Torah. And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, this is the ordinance of the teaching which the Lord has commanded, saying, speak to, speak to the children of Israel, so they will bring you a red heifer without spot in which there is no blemish upon which a yoke has never come. And you will give to, I'm sorry, you will give it to Eleazar the priest so he can bring it outside the camp and no one will slay her before his face. And Elisar the priest will take up its blood with his finger and sprinkle of its blood directly in front of the tent of meeting seven times. And one will burn the heifer in his sight his skin, his flesh, and his blood. He will burn with its dawn. And the priest will take cedar wood, hyssop, and scarlet, and cast it into the midst of the burning of the heifer. Then the priest will wash his clothes, and he will immerse his flesh in water. And afterwards, he will come into the camp, and the priest will be unclean until the evening. And the one who burns it will wash his clothes in water and immerse his flesh in water and will be unclean until the evening. 
and a man who is clean will gather up the ashes of the heifer and lay them up outside the camp in a clean place and it will be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel for a water of sprinkling it is an offering of purification and the one who gathers the ashes of the heifer will wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening and it will be for the children of Israel and for the stranger that lives among them for a statue forever. Anyone who touches the dead body of any person will be unclean seven days. He will purify himself with it on the third day and on the seventh day he will be clean. But if he does not purify himself the third day, then the seventh day he will not be clean. Whoever touches the dead body of any person that is dead and does not purify himself defiles the tabernacle of the Lord. And that person will be cut off from Israel because the water of sprinkling was not sprinkled upon him he will be unclean his uncleanness is still upon him this is the teaching when a man dies in a tent all who comes into the tent and all that is in the tent will be unclean seven days and every open vessel that has no covering bound upon it is unclean and whoever touches one that is slain with a sword in the open field or a dead body or a bone of a person or a grave will be unclean seven days. And for an unclean person, they will take of the ashes of the burnt heifer of purification for sin and running water will be put there in a vessel and a clean person will take hyssop and dip it in the water and sprinkle it on the tent on all the vessels on the persons that were there and on him that touches the bone or the slain of the dead or the grave and the clean person will sprinkle upon the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day and on the seventh day he will purify him and he will wash his clothes and immerse himself in water and will be clean at evening but the man who is unclean and does not purify himself that one will be cut off from among the congregation because he had the foul the sanctuary of the Lord. The water of sprinkling has not been sprinkled upon him. He is unclean. And it will be a perpetual statue for them that he who sprinkles the water of sprinkling will wash his clothes. And he that touches the water of sprinkling will be unclean until evening. And whatever the unclean person touch, touches, 
will be unclean and the person who touches it will be unclean until evening. Miriam dies. Then the children of Israel came, the whole congregation, into the desert of Zen in the first month. And the people stayed in Kadesh. And Miriam died there and was buried there. Complain, lack of water. And there was no water for the congregation. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. And the people strove with Moses and spoke, saying, Would that we had died when our brothers died before the Lord? And why have you bore up the congregation of the Lord into this wilderness, that we and our cattle should die there? And why have you made us come up out of Egypt to bring us in, into this evil place? It is a place of no seas, uh, or of figs, or of vines, or of pomegranates, nor there is any water to drink, water from the rock. Then Mo Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the door of the tent of meeting, and they frowned upon their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the staff, and gathered the assembly together, you and Aaron, your brother, and speak to the rock. Now you notice it, um, the word speak to the rock was underlined. Before their eyes, and it will give forth its water, and you will bring water out of the rock to them. So you will give the congregation and they beasts drink. Moses disobeys. Then Moses took the staff from before the Lord as he commanded him, and Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock, and he said to them, Listen now, you rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his staff he struck the rock twice. And that was also underlined in my Bible, the word struck the rock twice. And the water came out abundantly, and the congregation and also their beasts drank. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe me to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you will not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. This is the rock of Meribah, because the children of Israel strove with the Lord, and he was sanctified among them. Edom denies entry. And Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom. Thus says your brother Israel, you know all the trouble that has befallen us, how our fathers went down into Egypt and we lived in Egypt a long time and the Egyptian mistreated us and our fathers. And when we cried to the Lord, he heard our voice and sent an angel and had brought us forth out of Egypt and behold, we are in Kadesh, a city in the uttermost of your borders. Let us pass, 
I pray you through your country. We will not pass through the fields or through the vineyards, neither will we drink of the water of the wells. We will go by the king's highway. We will not turn to the right hand or to the left until we have passed your border. And Eden said to him, you will not pass by me or I shall come out against you with the sword. <laughs> and the children of Israel said to him, we will go by the highway and if um, I and my cattle drink of your water, then I shall pay for it. I shall only go through on my feet without doing anything else. And he said, you will not go through. And Eden came out against him with many people and with a strong hand. Thus Edom refused to give Israel passage through his border, so Israel turned away from him. Aaron dies. And the children of Israel, the whole congregation, journeyed from Kadesh and went, I'm sorry, and came to Mount Hor. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron on Mount Hor by the border of the land of Eden, saying, Aaron will be gathered to his people, for he will not enter the land which I have given to the children of Israel, because you rebelled against my word at the water of Meribah. Take Aaron and Eleazar, his son, and bring them up to Mount Hor. Strip Aaron of his garments, put them upon Eleazar, his son. And Aaron will be gathered to his people and will die there. And Moses did as the Lord commanded, and they went up on Mount Hor in the sight of the whole congregation. And Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and put them on Eleazar his son. And Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. And when the entire congregation saw that Aaron was dead, they, the whole house of Israel, mourned for Aaron for 30 days. The Lord rescued from Arad and Arad. And when the Canaanite, the king of Arad, who dwelt in the south, heard tell that Israel came by the way of the Altarian, then he fought against Israel and took some of their prisoners, of them prisoners. And Israel vowed a vow to the Lord. And Israel vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If you would indeed deliver this people into my hand, then I will utterly destroy their cities. And the Lord hearkened of Israel and delivered of the Canaanites. And they utterly destroyed them and their cities. And he called the name of that place Hormath. Hormath. People murmured. And they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Reed Sea to bypass the land of Edom. And the hearts of the people were very discouraged because of the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither 
is there any water in our very beings being lost this light bread? And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bite the people, and many of many people of Israel died. Therefore, the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord so he will take the serpents away from us. And Moses prayed for the people. Bronze serpent. And the Lord said to Moses, Take for yourself a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole, and it will be that everyone that is bitten, when he looks upon it, will live. And Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it upon a pole. And it was that if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked, when he looked at the at the serpent of bronze, he lived. And the children of Israel set forth and pitched in Obak, and they journeyed from Obak and pitched at Ajay, a barren in the wilderness, which is before Moab, towards the sunrising. From there they left and pitched in the valley of Zerat. They left from there and pitched on the other side of Ammon, which is the wilderness that comes out of the border of the Amorites for Ammon is the border of Moab between Moab and the Amorites. Therefore, it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord, Malhab and Serhab and the brooks of Ammon and the course of the brooks that incline towards the dwelling of Ars and lean upon the border of Moab. And from there they went to Berea, that is the well of which the Lord spoke to Moses. Gather the people together and I shall give them water. Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well, sing to it. The princess dug the well that the dug the well, the nobles of the people sanctified it with the scepter, with their staff. And from the wilderness they went to Matana, and from Matana to Nahalia. And from Nahalia to Barmouth, and from Barmouth in the valley that is in the country of Moab to the top of Pisgah, which looks towards Jesmonia. Jesmonia. Sion denies access. And Israel sent messengers to Sion, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land we will not turn into the fields or into the vineyards we will not drink of the waters of the well but we will go along by the king's highway until we are past the borders 
and Sion would not allow Israel to pass through his border. But Sion gathered all his people together and went out against Israel in the wilderness. And he came to Jehazah and fought against Israel. And Israel struck him with the edge of the sword and possessed his land from Arnot to Jabrook, even to the children of Ammon, for the border of the children of Ammon was strong. And Israel took all these cities, and Israel dwelt in all the cities of the Amorites, in Hezbron, and in all its villages. For Hezbron was the city of Sion, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab, and take all, and had taken all his land out of his hand, even to honor. Therefore, those who um, speak in Proverbs saying, Come to Hezbon, let the city of Sion be built and established for a fire, has gone out of Hezbon, a flame from the city of Sion. It has consumed Oz, of Moab and the lords of the high places of honor. Woe to you, Moab, you are undone. Old people are chest moth. He has rendered his sons fugitives and his daughters captives to Sion, king of the Amorites. We have shot at them. Hezbron have perished even to Divon. And we have laid them waste, even to Nopha, which reaches to Madiba, Madiba. And Israel stayed in the land of the Amorites, and Moses sent men to spy out Jazar, and they took its villages and drove out the Amorites that was there. And they turned and went up by the way of Bashan, and Oz, the king of Bashan, went out against them, he and all his people, to battle at Erad. And the Lord said to Moses, Do not in any way be awed by him, for I have delivered him, all his people, and his land into your hands. Hallelujah. And you will do to him as you did to Zion, king of the Amorites, who dwelt at Hezbon. So they struck him and his sons and all his people until no one was left alive. And they possessed his land. And the children of Israel set forth and pitched in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan by Jericho. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. Hatalababosa. Glory to your name. God fought for the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. That's what I was trying to explain to you about the month of Tamas. Um, so, so, um, Tamoth. Um, Tamoth. Lord God, I tell you, I thank God. I'm getting all the Lord tongue-tied, but I thank God for this um, month of Tammuz. 
That's what I wanted to say, Tammuz. Because in the month of Tammuz, we um, win the battle. Hallelujah. Just as the children, God fought for the children of Israel, God will fight for us. If you have a situation that God, that you need God to fight, he will fight the battle and you will come out victorious. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So the next chapter, um, which is the half Torah, which is found in Judges, the 11th chapter, the first through the 33rd verse. Judges 11. Let me turn to Judges. Hallelujah. That's the half Torah. We're talking about Judges right now. Hallelujah. The 11th chapter, I have Judges. The 11th chapter. Hallelujah. Let me turn. I'm, just, I'm looking at it for one second. Judges 11 chapter. Hallelujah. I have Judges. I'm turning to the 11th chapter. Um, I'm going to start at the first verse and I'm going to read down to the 33rd verse. First through um, 1 through the 33rd verse. Follow me as I read the um, Hathorah. Now Jethro the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor and he was the son of a harlot and Gilead begot Jephro and Gilead's wife bore him sons and his wife's sons grew up and they threw Jephro out and said to him you will not inherit in their father's house for you are the son of a different woman then Jephro fled from his brothers and lived in the land of Tob and Idol. Worthless men were gathered to Jephro, Jephro, Jephro and went out with him. And it happened in the process of time that the children of Ammon made war against Israel. And it was so that when the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead um, let, went to fetch Jephro out of the land of Tob. And they said to Jephro, come and be our leader so we can fight with the children of Ammon. And Jephro said to the elders of Gilead, did you not hate me and expelled me from my father's house then why are you coming to me now when you are in distress and the elders of Gilead said to Jephro Jephro therefore we are turning again to you now so you can go with us and fight against the children of Ammon and be I'll hear over all the inhabitants of Gilead. And Jephro said to the elders of Gilead, If you bring me home again to fight against the children of Ammon, and the Lord delivers them before me, will I be your head? And the elders of Gilead um, said to Jephro, 
the Lord is witness between us if we do not do so according to our words. Then Jephro went out, went with the elders of Gilead, and the people made him head and leader over them. And Jephro uttered all his words before the Lord in Mipha. And Jephro sent messengers to the king of the children of Ammon, said, Why have you to do with me that you come against me to fight in my land? And the king of the children of Ammon answered the messenger of Jephro, Because Israel took away my land, and when they came up out of Egypt from, Arm, from the Arnon, even to the Jabrook and to the Jordan, therefore now restore those lands against, again peacefully. And Jephro sent messengers again to the king of the children of Ammon and said to him, Thus says Jephro, Israel did not take away the land of Moab or the land of the children of Ammon. But when Israel came up from Egypt and walked through the wilderness to the Red Sea and came to Kadesh, then Israel sent messengers to the king of Eden, said, saying, Let me please pass through your land. But the king of Eden would not hear of it. And in like manner, they sent the king of Moab, and he would not consent. And Israel stayed in Kadesh. Then they went along in the wilderness and circled the land of Eden and the land of Moab and came by the east side of the land of Moab and camped on the other side of Ammon, but did not come within the border of Moab for the Ammon was the border of Moab. And Israel sent messengers to Sion, king of the Amorite, king of Hashbon. And Israel said to him, let us pass, we pray, through your land into my place. But Sion did not trust Israel to pass through his border. And Sion gathered all his people together and pitched in Jehazah and fought against Israel. And the Lord God of Israel delivered Zion and all his people into the hand of Israel. And they struck them so Israel possessed all the land of the Amorite, the inhabitants of that country. And they possessed all the border of the Amorite from the Arnon, even to the Jabrook, and from the wilderness even to the Jordan. So now the Lord, let me turn the page because these pages are sticking. The Lord God of Israel had dispossessed the Amorite before his people Israel and should you possess it, will you not possess that which chest most your God gives you to possess? So whomever the Lord our God will drive out from before us, we will possess them. And now are you any better than Balak, 
the son, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, did he ever strive against Israel or did he ever fight against them while Israel lived in Hezbon and her towns and in Aror and her towns and in all the cities they are along by the bank of the Amma um, these 300 years. Why therefore did you not recover them within that time i have not sinned against you but you do me wrong to war against me the lord the judge be the judge to this day between the children of israel and the children of ammon yet the king of the children of ammon did not listen to the words of jephro which he sent him then the spirit of the lord came upon jephro and he crossed over gilead and Manasseh and crossed over Mithah of Gilead and from Mithah of Gilead he crossed to the children of Ammon and Jephro vowed to the Lord and said if you will without fail deliver the children of Ammon into my hands then it will be that whatever comes out of the doors of my house to meet me when I return in peace from the children of Ammon will surely be the Lord's and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephro crossed over to the children of Ammon to fight against them and the Lord delivered them into his hands. And he struck them from Ariel, um, I'm sorry, Eroa, even until you come to Minnit, 20 cities, and to Abel Cherimim, uh, with a very great slaughter. Thus the children of Ammon were subdued before the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Lord, I thank you. See, uh, God fought the battle. God fought the battle of Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now we're going to get into the um, New Testament portion of the Torah, which is found in John, the third chapter, the 10th through the 21st verse. Um, St. John, the third chapter. Let me turn to St. John. Hallelujah. I got John. Now all I have to do is get the third chapter of St. John. The third chapter, um, the 10th. I'm going to start at the 10th verse. And I'm going to read down through the, 20, the, um, the 21st verse. The third chapter in the 10th verse through the 21st verse. Yeshua answered and said to him, You are a teacher of Israel, and you do not know these things. Most assuredly, I say to you that what we know we speak, and what we have seen we bear witness. But you do not take our testimony. If I say earthly things, to you and you do not believe how are you to believe if i would say the heavenly things to you 
and no one has ascended to heaven except the one who has descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so also it is necessary for the Son of Man to be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not die but will have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world so that he will condemn the world, but that the world through him, um, so that the world would be saved through him. The one who believes in him is not condemned, but the one who does not believe has already been condemned because he had not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Now, the judgment is this, that the light has come into the world and people love the darkness rather than the light. For their works were evil, for everyone doing wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light so that his deeds will not be exposed. But the one who does truth comes to the light so that his works will be revealed because they were worked through God. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory to God. We thank God for the reading of the Torah. And um, may God bless you um, because there was, there's a lot that I need to say concerning the, um, the month of Tammuz. And so, um, but I will mention it at a later date. May God bless you.